now when you see what's going on uh, in, in Ukraine, uh, this becomes a really big problem. In fact, when you talk about uh, blocking Russia from the SWIFT system, this is a big problem. And people don't talk about the unintended consequences. I think we're on the verge of, of a separate war, and that's on the U.S. dollar. Uh, and I think it could officially be waged at any moment, and that would be between collectively probably Russia and China. Russia and China are, are, are laying the foundation to completely sidestep the U.S. dollar. The bottom line to all of this conversation is that the dollar is looking to turn away, or I mean, excuse me, that the world is looking to turn away from dollar dominance and global finance. And I think what we're seeing right now is the acceleration where things may end sooner for the dollar than most expect. And unfortunately, I think we're getting pretty close to that point right now. And, and it all also goes back to the, to the Fed, which now has to scramble to reassess uh, their central bank tightening intentions. And, you know, this is at a time when the Fed is still buying bonds and the federal funds rate's at zero. They are talking about raising rates and stop buying assets and even selling them uh, into this market where there's this kind of geopolitical instability and slowing in the economy. And I don't know, things could get real interesting real fast. Remember the old Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. Sarah, these are about as interesting as I've ever seen and maybe not in the best of ways. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we want it to get more interesting, right? I, I, no. I like the idea of the Belt and Road Initiative in the sense that I think it'll lift a lot of boats and it'll help a lot of people in that area who have been historically held down for a long time, right? There's resources. It's interesting in the to note. Go ahead. It's in that the United States is not part of it whatsoever. So you have 75% of the world's population using a new digital yuan not settling in dollars, and the U.S. will not be part of it. And just so if your listeners don't know, this infrastructure project will, will create rails and roads and maritime channels and bridges that will only be patrolled by Chinese military and driven on by commerce. So there'll be trucks and ships and all sorts of commerce going back and forth, patrolled by the Chinese military uh, and nothing else. And it will be uh, put the Panama Canal to shame. It will it will carry the, the majority of the goods around the globe and even have part of Europe signing on to it and the U.S. is out of it. So I know that's the concern. That, yes, beginning. It's good from the standpoint it'll lift a lot of boats who have been historically held down, but it's going to decimate our part of the world. Now, is England part of that? I don't believe so. Yeah, I wouldn't I think so. Because so. England is us, essentially. And people don't realize how much we're coupled to to England, how much yeah. they actually control us. Well, you know what? History doesn't always repeat, but it rhymes. And, you know, any superpower or dominant superpower that extends itself, overextends itself to police the world and, and, and spend unlimited amounts of money through inflation uh, ends the same way. And I think we are accelerating our path to that. And you can see that all of these countries are building an infrastructure to to ultimately sidestep us from that. And I'd like to add one more thing. I, we glossed over uh, Saudi Arabia signing a, a military agreement with, with Russia and Russia doing the same thing with Nigeria. It is our solo protection 
of the Saudi kingdom that has given us the petrodollar, the dollar hegemony, since 1974, when three years earlier, Nixon closed, severed the gold, the gold tie to gold, closed the gold window, and, and rendered the dollar completely fiat. It is our protection of the Saudi kingdom, and for that, their pricing of oil almost 100% across the globe in dollars that that we have been able to be the world reserve currency. You can see that plans are being put in place to sidestep. Days are numbered for the dollar as the singular world reserve currency. And these types of sanctions only speed up the yes this happening and the rate of decline for the U.S. dollar as the dominant singular world reserve currency. And do you think that people will wake up once the United States has their their fall, the dollar has a fall, England hopefully will have the, the British Empire needs to go away um, and get off our back. Do you think people in the United States will finally start being educated on really what is going on in the world and how we fit in? Because when you listen to people talk about this war, it's almost painful for me to listen to the media and people talk about it because I can't believe the ignorance. Well, gee, I hope so. I mean, you know, one of the biggest disappointments to me through the last couple of years is I've lost all faith in in media and where you have to go to alternative sources like yourself like many others online, to, to get the real story. And there are some mainstream, I guess somewhat mainstream places that you can go to and get, still get good information, like Zero Hedge as an example, and, and others. But watching the media portray so many of these things in such a opposite way to the way that I look at the world and in such a biased manner um, has, has been concerning because most people don't have what it takes because the wheels are spinning so fast. They work so hard just to make ends meet. Yep. And when they come home, the last thing they really have the interest in doing is digging into geopolitical events and economic events and digging, because you can't just flip on the TV any longer. You can't see real journalistic integrity anywhere you look uh, on mainstream to get the real information. And so when you realize that every newspaper, every magazine, Every television station, uh, radio station, they're all owned by about four companies. The information is filtered the way that they want us to hear. You look at what's happening in the public schools. The information is filtered the way that they want it to be taught. I really do hope that we see a, a change. We have to break from, from this system. But, uh, yeah, I, the dumbing down of, of, the, of the people is something that's very concerning. And, um you know, I I don't know how to answer that question other than to say, when I look around me and, and I have people that I associate with associate with that are very successful, but many of them don't have a clue. And so there hasn't been a correlation between a success and understanding of exactly what's happening. And you could argue that someone with my beliefs has been wrong to this point. I haven't lost any sleep at night. When you look at the, the gains that have been made over the last 25 years in equities and, and in bonds and traditional investments, my curse, Sarah, is being early. And I'd rather be six years early than 60 seconds late. But, you know, at the end of the story, the little boy who cried wolf all those years, the wolf does show. And I think the wolf is closer than any of us think. So I hope people wake up. Unfortunately, the way most people learn 
is, you know, by touching the hot burner and then they learn never to do that again. And I think people are going to need to get burned before they learn to trust not only uh, the media, but the, 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 the currency, the administration. Um, we're being lied to on many levels. And looking at the Federal Reserve, who has to steal documents for 12 years and challenge it all the way to the Supreme to keep us from learning the truth, uh, is only one of many examples that I don't have to tell you about uh, where, you know, we're being lied to. So, look, if, if we can somehow let people understand they have to dig and, and, and go outside the box to get real information, maybe. But until that day happens, no, you and I and the rest of us will be the pimple on the elephant's ass until the hand gets burned. And then maybe there'll be a groundswell where people wake up and start to reassess the situation and take accountability for it. Well, it's so bad right now. I can't even believe it. And the fact that, because we do dig in, right? I dig in. I try to figure out what's going on. Same with you. And we really start to, I mean, we learn a lot of facts on the ground. Whether we have it analyzed totally properly, you you never really can because you're not inside the the people who are making the decisions. But you do pretty good based on actions and history and everything else. And then you listen to the media and, you know, it's... It's not, it's not just that they have things wrong in, in their narrative. I mean, it's basic actions and facts that we know for sure is inaccurate because we see it when we dig into it and then we listen to them and it's just a lie. It's wrong and they're lying. And not only that, they're coming up with all these theories based on this foundation of lies. And, and, and worse yet, And worse yet, and maybe the most disappointing and disheartening thing is, is the vilifying a, a, a opposite view, um, and, and censoring opposite views. And, uh, you know, if anyone understands that it's you and, you know, you're not, uh, you're a patriot and you're someone who cares about, about, you know, the right thing about the country, about everything. And yet you have experienced censorship as have many of the people I talk to. So if you never listen to differing opinions, you never grow. And and so we are being pushed through a narrative into a rabbit hole or, or being pigeonholed rather into a, a particular way of looking at the life and at the world. And if you are one of the few who stands out of the crowd and stands up on a, a limb and says, wait a minute, you know, as someone who's owned a precious metals company for 32 years, I, I, I am very careful about talking to people about my views and, and because it, um, yeah, I, know. I, I would have to say in general, maybe not so much down here in Florida, but certainly where I used to live up in your neck of the woods, I felt I was a distinct minority and it's an uphill battle. And, um, so you know, it, it befuddles me why people look at the, the world the way that they do. But um, here again, I think the hand has to touch the burner before people wake up to what's happening. And I have the benefit of being in this industry for 30 years. You know, I, I like a lot of people, am fairly socially liberal. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. I'm a libertarian, I guess you would say. I just want limited government. They should protect us. They should provide infrastructure. But stay the hell out. Stop taxing me so much. 
let me, you know, let me do what I want to do as an adult, as long as I don't infringe upon anyone else. And I think most people are that way as well. But, you know, I think um, most people are predisposed into into being really liberal because that's what we're taught to be. Until you are a business owner and you work from day till night and you take the yeah. risks and you wonder, are we ever going to make it? And you risk going bankrupt and you have sleepless nights only to find as an example, a state of Minnesota who wants to charge me 10.5% income tax on top of a 39 plus percent federal tax. And, you know, it, it becomes an issue where uh, you start to question the popular narrative. And, and then when you look around what you're getting for those taxes and you start to look at the world a little bit differently, I hope more people are awoken to what's happening uh, to our loss of personal freedoms, to the increase in taxation, uh, to the to the decrease of the value of a dollar. And I, I think it's beginning to seep into the psyche, maybe a little bit, when I see statements like inflation is the number one concern of, of, of people in the United States right now, more so than the virus that reshaped our all of our lives over the last two years. People are waking up to something that we haven't seen in a generation. And I would argue you ain't seen nothing yet. That's and, right. Unfortunately. And that's when the rubber meets the road. But much like investing, few people ever succeed because they don't they don't take the step to trust their own gut. And they go through life saying, damn it, I knew I should have done that. I, I mean, I, I should have listened to Sarah. I knew I should have done that. It was right there in front of me, and I didn't. And And that's the difference between people who win or who lose. But I will say this, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if you right now are not a contrarian, you will be a victim. And you have to take a step back and you have to realize that they are um, eviscerating the United States dollar. And if they don't, then they're going to blow up the markets. Either way, it's a bad situation. So you need to mitigate your exposure to the dollar right now. And um, whether it's through Miles Franklin or any other company, get some silver, get some gold, have some food and some water. Look at the people in Ukraine. And you're listening to a woman the other day. She says, two weeks ago, I was bringing my daughter to kindergarten, and now I'm in the middle of a nightmare, and it's, it's real. Remember when they said they were giving guns to the yeah. people? Overnight, they just did this emergency thing where they supplied guns to all the prisoners and the neo-Nazis. Those people are going around and stealing going into these apartments and stealing all their stuff. It, can you imagine? It would just be so horrifying. Well, so, you know, we should, on moments like this, all of us should be thankful for the Second Amendment. This is what it's about. It's not about the gun violence in this country. It's God forbid you ever need it to protect your family. That's why the Second Amendment was originally installed. And, you know, but these are the times that we are in, Sarah. So, I don't know. I, I think it's never been more important. And, you know, I, I, I gloss over it sometimes, but all your listeners need to do is send me an email at info at Miles Franklin. Mention Sarah sent me uh, with any questions, and I will make sure that your listeners get the best price in the country. Um, we are still offline. We are building a new website. It'll be done within a month or less, I do believe, uh, where people will be able to purchase online. But give us a call. We're into relationship building We'll make sure you get the best price in the country, and and it's never been more important to own it uh, than it is right now. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I've been telling people, too, that I see, and I tell them to call you, 
And I, 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 I'm saying that no matter, let's say it's not what we think, you can at least get your money back with silver. It's insurance. You said to me many, many years ago now, I think the first time we talked, you said it's really insurance. And who, all, who doesn't need insurance financially right now? With no counterparty risk. I mean, I can't tell you. I tell everybody that because I really believe, just because I care about people. I tell, I just told my chiropractor, we had this long talk conversation on how you really need to do this and, and this will help you. And I even say, if you just have $100, make sure you have that. So my hairdresser, I told her that. You got 100 just go get some silver. <laughs> I mean, I really it's believe true. in that. It's true. And, and you know, in this environment where things start to unravel counterparty risk. Look, for example, at, at pensions and insurance policies. What do they invest in? U.S. Treasuries. What happens if rates rise? U.S. Treasuries, bam, they collapse. Yep. Where are they going to get their return? So when you talk about even an insurance company or a pension, which you look at as your future, as your insurance, they're on shaky ground. What precious metals are, are the only assets virtually in the world that are are not simultaneously someone else's liability. And they give you immediate liquidity wherever you are because, because of the fact that there is no questioning as to what the value is on an ounce of silver. Uh, well, maybe the question being that it's undervalued based upon a BS Comex price, but that's besides the point. Let's remember that last week when silver busted through its 200-day moving average, which just a few days ago, which is the signal for technically for the hedge funds and the money market, the big, the big funds to jump into it, that's the Bank of America sold 1 billion ounces of paper silver. That's, that's 200, ounce, 200 million ounces more than is mined in a year uh, in order just to drive the price back down below its 200-day moving average. And right now, as we speak, the market uh, is above at 2454 it's about 14 cents above its 200-day moving average. We'll see if it can close above that. That is the technical level that once it breaches it, it could be off to the races. So they're trying hard. Well, it's weird, though, that they work so hard to keep the prices down, and then just right away it's back doing its same thing. I mean, that's an indication. Yeah, that, that means desperation on behalf of the commercial banks and wasted bullets, where you have to expend yeah. that yep. much in order to drop it. So if you short uh, 1 billion ounces and the price of silver is up 18 cents. That's $180 million that it just cost Bank of America for suppressing the price just to keep it below its its 200-day moving average. That's when you get into the short squeeze and we're getting there. And this is what put Bear Stearns out of business. Well, yeah, only for it to turn around and do the same thing just a few days later. I mean, that just is, I can't, if that's not an indication, I don't know what is. I think we're getting really close, and people say this because the, the collapse can happen any day. But then you got someone like White Dove that says it's going to collapse, and she says get into silver now. She says now in big letters, but the it could take a little bit longer. The timing is always so hard, isn't it? I mean, like you said, you're you six years early. It's so hard just because we we're not we're not wrong. We're just early. And then people stop believing, but they, but what we've seen so far is, I mean, I can't, I can't believe that they've kept this, this can kicking down the road this long, bottom line. I keep saying, I just can't believe it. Well, you know what? You need to look at your metals differently. The people who get upset are the ones trying to profit from it. And, you know, it's like paying your, your, uh, your home insurance. You come home and your house didn't burn down. You don't say, damn it, house didn't burn down. And I just pay, 
you know? So you have to look at it as well. I look at my silver and gold, Sarah, as something I hope I never need to use. If I do, I'll be damn glad I have it. Not just for an emergency. It could be an opportunity when everything busts open. Maybe it'll be that that property that I want always wanted to buy on Gull Lake that I'll get for 50 cents on the dollar. Maybe it'll be blue chip uh, stocks selling at single digit price to earnings ratio, paying a 7% dividend, whatever it'll be. Maybe there'll be value where, where gold and silver will allow me to take advantage of value or emergency. And if not, I'll give it to my kids. And as I always say, it's kind of a trite statement, but I mean it. Long after the dollar bills in our wallets are hanging from a frame in the Smithsonian, gold and silver will be wealth in the year 3000. It'll be wealth just like it was 5,000 years ago, long after the dollar-based system that we call money right now is extinct and we're on to new central bank digital currencies, probably pegged to gold because why else would they have reclassified gold as the world's only other tier one reserve in 2019? Why are all the central banks Uh, Poland, Russia, Germany, China, India, the Dutch National Bank, Bank of Austria, the Bank of Turkey, the Bank of Hungary, the Bank of Austria, they're all accumulating gold after and before it was reclassified the only other tier one reserve in a world where inflation is destroying currencies globally, in a world where central bank digital currencies are coming, how do you get them to drink the the Kool-Aid again? You peg it to gold with the veracity of the gold held on a distributed ledger for the world to see. And that's coming. And that's why I think they repegged gold to, as a tier one reserve, the Bank of International Settlements did, because there is no other way to recover from a fiat system with more fiat. You're going to have to peg it to something. And I think it's coming. So well, I just hope we don't have a worldwide digital currency where they track absolutely everything we do. There, because like coming. you said, what happened in Canada is nothing when they're shutting down. It's I mean, coming. it's the it's a social credit score attached to your bank account and every time you do something they don't like, they'll ding you or shut down your account. I probably wouldn't even be able to feed myself right now. <laughs> be funny starving. I read something today that talked about like loan applications. One of the, the, the criteria that the, the, the institutions don't talk about is your social credit score related to your postings on social media. And there are companies out there that do nothing but that scrape that information. So what you have your digital footprint and they will sell that to the banks so that they can see everything that you've posted and anything inflammatory. So if you're out there on social media, you know, posting really radical things, their banks won't lend you money. And I just read this the other day, they don't tell you this, but if that isn't reason enough to tell your kids, really think twice about what you put on social media because it will follow you forever. One of the guys that lives here in my community in Florida, he does something like this. He scrapes all of the um, information uh, through Google and whatnot and analytics and sells it to companies based upon consumer um, sentiment and consumer discretionary income. And, and they can, just by watching what you do and, and buying where you're tracked, going to these sites and purchases that you make, they can buy that and sell it as, as a marketing tool. Well, if you don't think you can be taken a step further and be used against you, like the social credit score, I got a bridge to sell you. It's happening already and it's only going to get worse. Uh, as things get more and more crazy. So yeah, you're probably right. Central bank digital currencies are coming. And I think it's 
If I had to bet, within a year or two, we will see the rollout of the new Fed dollar. It may not immediately replace the dollar, maybe a parallel universe, but there will come a day when you have 90 days to turn in all your currency or it becomes worthless. And well, I think it's coming. Yeah, you see coming. Well, I, I just hope we just have to put enough social pressure on people that that if they're going to do this social, well, we don't want them to do a social credit score, okay? That's the pressure that we need to put on. And then if they do, it's not based on journalism and journalists telling the truth and people out there asking questions and against the narrative. You know, that is the end of freedom. The end of the First Amendment is the end of freedom. And that's why I keep fighting it because, you know, the First and Second Amendment are very, very important. You don't realize how important they are until you're caught in it. And, you know, like I bet you the Ukrainians really believe that having a gun would have been really nice. And the same thing with freedom of speech. This COVID thing, if that COVID nightmare isn't an indication of how important freedom of speech is and not being able to hear doctors warning you about the, you know, the fact that you can have early intervention and early treatment and not die from this thing, then I don't know what else is. So, anyways, I, I just I gotta just throw for that in there. That word, just for saying COVID, you get yanked off of YouTube. So that's crazy. You're right. I mean, you could argue the First Amendment has been under attack for the past couple of years, and another problem is is the you know the the massive expansion of of big tech, which is controlling everything from you know our purchasing habits to what we read, what we're allowed to hear, what we're allowed to say, and um, it's already under attack. So let's just hope, at least in terms of our Second Amendment rights, what's happening in Ukraine wakes people the hell up and into realizing that guns don't pe kill people. People kill people. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people in this country who, who advocate gun ownership would be, most people would be horrified to have to pull the trigger, but would rather have that as a as a possibility rather than being a victim in your own home, as an example. And, and uh, being forced into making Molotov cocktails out of uh, out of water bottles yes. at the 12th hour, so God forbid. But look, um, you know, just because you believe in 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 freedom of speech, in the right to bear arms, in in a sound currency, uh, in in a government that is representative of everyone's beliefs, not just one side, doesn't mean you're a nut job or or a right wing conspiratorialist. Far from it just means you're someone who tries to, to live the way our founding fathers wanted us to. And uh, we are so far departed from the way that they wanted us to, to live. Even the two-party system would be enough. These factions would be enough to make them spin in their graves. But yes, bottom line is, without getting too far off offline, we are at one of these moments. And I applaud someone like you. And I even, I'm going to pat myself on the back need to stand out on a limb and do all of these things the way that I do, but I do because I know someone like you, just like I do, cares, tries to make a difference in this world, and I know you are, and I hope I am, and when it's all said and done, if we've woken up a few people to what's happening and protected a few families, well, we've done our job, and hopefully, before it's all said and done, with, with the platform that you have, hopefully those numbers increase quite a bit, but I will say this. Uh, the time is running out for people to get precious metals because not only I do believe the prices will go crazy when this all breaks apart, 
it's experiencing supply chain issues the rest of the way the rest of the world is in other consumables like furniture and and uh, and and you know um, th- things that people buy every day like like automobiles or parts uh, it's impossible to get any of this stuff well getting silver and gold in our warehouses continually becomes harder and harder and harder especially as more people wake up to it globally so it's not just the the pimple on the elephant's ass anymore that's buying gold and silver it's it's pretty much expanded to the elephant's ass and it's growing and i think this industry sarah will ultimately be defined in two ways by someone like you you'll define it differently than the public will the public will define it by my gosh just like bitcoin the price got so expensive it's too late for me to buy it but someone like you and I will look at it as it's not too expensive. I just can't find it. And it's really hard to get it right now. Uh, I think that's how you'll look at it. You'll acknowledge the fact that it's reached some sort of a fair value, not these suppressed prices, but that it's getting so hard to get because more and more people globally are competing for a small stash of gold and silver in a world awash in currency. So that's why I say it, and it may be available today, but it, I, as God is my witness looking down the road, I think it will be the delineation between companies staying in business and not in this industry. Can you get product? Because it's, it's, it's getting hard to get. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay, well, tell us where they can get more information about you. And um, you also have a show, don't you now, which is just doing fabulous. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much all over the place these days. And uh, we are starting to do games and I'm staying pretty busy. I'm, I'm pretty much out there. You Google my name, Andy Sheckman, and there's about 9,000 videos out there. And I, I speak the truth. I, I, I say it like I see it. And um, some people disagree. I hope some people get something out of it. But anyways, I appreciate the compliment. And um, info at Miles Franklin. And Put a question in there. Any questions you have, either myself uh, or one of my several brokers, all of which I've trained personally, most of which I go back to junior high school or elementary school with friends I've known my whole life who I trust as family work for me. Uh, We'll make sure your listeners get the best price. We'll answer their questions. We'll send them a current inventory. And probably by the next time you and I chat, um, we'll have an online web store for people to purchase. Uh, in the meantime, we still do things the old-fashioned way. And, uh, you know, the reason I left my corporate office in Minnesota, I usually mention this to you, it's the only state in the United States that regulates what is a federally non-regulated precious metals industry. So on top of the fact that we've never had a customer complaint ever in 32 years, we maintain an A-plus rating. Uh, we are one of only 24 companies ever approved as a reseller for the U.S. Mint. State of Minnesota guarantees our transactions with a $2 million surety bond, background checks of all our employees and principals, myself included, annually, and continuing education and compliance that separates us from the entire industry, so much so that almost every online company in America has boycotted Minnesota because of these regulations. The state of Minnesota is the only state in America that regulates a federally non-regulated industry, so it means that not only will we give your listeners the best price, especially when they say Sarah sent me, but it's the safest transaction in the industry. So uh, I take very seriously uh, your recommendations and uh, to people to call us. And I understand your credibility is on the line. And we take that very seriously and, and uh, strive to make it an amazing experience. And um, 
give us a shot. It's not to say mistakes don't happen, but if they ever do, we'll damn sure make it right. Uh, so it won't be an issue moving forward. So for what it's worth, thank you uh, for what's been a great relationship and uh, continuing to trust me with your listeners. It, it means the world to me. Well, thank you, Andy. And thank you so much for educating us on everything that's going on. And I'll have you back, I'm sure. And um, we got to dive more into the topic of war and what they're doing. And it'll come out more, I'm sure, as we see and, and you see the actions that they're doing. And we can dive into it more. So thank you so much. And um, you deserve mine. to have a good week. Well, you do as well. And uh, I hope you and yours stay well. Stay warm up there. If you ever get down this way, there's a round of golf or, no, geez, or stop. dinner on me. So uh, <laughs> stop uh, in the meantime, rubbing Sarah, it in. Yeah, well, someone's got to do it. I suffered <laughs> there for 50 years. I paid my dues. In any case, stay well, and uh, thanks for having me, and I'll look forward to picking up where we left off down the road.